0: Studio
1: this comes from all those years of playing video games, being bad to your controllers. <laughs> so now, okay, yeah. wait. So
2: now the conspiracy is that all of the all of the technology is working together. Skynet, and man they've, and they've been talking to Glenn, and now Glenn is mad at me for the way I've treated my technology. This is Skynet. All 100%. Right. Cool. <laughs> awesome. So the Walmart robots are okay, great. This
3: show
4: is being broadcast on Treaty One Territory, the traditional territory of Anishanabec. Cree, OG Cree, Dakota and Dan- NA people and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.
0: Energy 106 presents the Wheeler in the Morning Podcast
4: with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr.
1: I can tell you're worried. I can tell, but I just want to put your fears to rest. I know you're thinking, "Ah, there's no way Dave's going to be able to pull off a sports report. There's no hockey. There's no football. Don't worry. Oh, yeah, that
2: was my concern this morning. I know. I I could tell. I lost sleep over it. Oh,
4: my goodness. That honestly, the weight off my shoulders. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) Just you wait. Just you wait. I have got a great sports report coming up here at the bottom of the hour. Got some winning on the way for the early morning crowd. We're going to hook up somebody with a couple of copies of the Ubisoft Oddballers game, as well as a $50 gift card to Hermanos. That coming up in a whole lot more. Hour one of Wheeler in the Morning starts right now. Good morning to everyone staying at uh, St. Joe's last night. Holy moly, talk about a rude awakening last night. The one up on McGregor, the senior's home, 55 plus. Yeah, what? I didn't see. Oh, out of fire. Oh no. Yeah, yeah, they finally got it out around 10 after 2, but they had to get a few people out via stairs, a few people out via ladders. Everybody okay. Everyone's fine. Uh, A couple people in the hospital for smoke inhalation or whatnot. No firefighters were injured or anything, but Man yeah a rude awakening um yeah fire alarms at any
2: point are just a rude awakening <laughs> especially well, seen... when there's a polar vortex going on it
1: that doesn't make it any better <laughs> well what's the coldest you've ever had to go because I know you in your apartment you've had the alarm go literally off the times.
2: last time it was I think minus 31 or 32 Oof. and Oof. I remember I literally swaddled my cat pixel in a blanket and I instantly went and put my car on with all the heated seats and just left him in my car because it was so cold out. Some people had their pets outside, and I was like, no, that is just so, so cold. And then you want to you wanna see what's going on. So then you're, like, looking at the building outside, but you're freezing because you didn't have enough time to dress properly. So then you're going back in your car to warm up a little bit, to go back. And, yeah, it's just not a fun time.
1: They ended up pulling up a whole bunch of Winnipeg transit buses and just put people in there because, you know, really? some of these. Yeah, that's a good idea.
4: Right? Wow. Yeah, that's a great idea.
1: Yeah, I thought so, too. I. Uh, oof. I hate telling the story, but I'm going to tell you anyways. So you got to keep in mind when I was going to college, I lived on campus. You remember, actually, it would have been torn down by the time you got there. But oh, like the the, old one. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. The old Obasino Hall. And so keep in mind, we were on the 19th floor, right? When the fire alarm goes off, you can't use the the elevator. So you're going down the stairs. (laughs) It became a bit of a really crappy prank Oh. to pull the fire alarm like pretty much every weekend. Someone would pull the fire alarm. No. And it's a very illegal, extremely illegal. And so, you know, the first half dozen times that it gets pulled, you trunk your way all the way downstairs in the middle of winter and stand outside and then finally you go, all right, false alarm, everyone back in. And then it got to a point where you hear it go off and you just pull a pillow over your head. Oh, that sucks. That's that's um. almost the boy who called, cried wolf, though. And that's exactly. on
4: them. Because, and that's scary because you know, what if
1: it's real? right. Exactly. Well, I mean, I, I, I still remember hearing everyone out, everyone out. You got to get out. You got to get out. We're just like, just go away. We know it's a false alarm. But then in the back of your mind, you're thinking, well, "What if
2: it isn't? it's a false alarm. Yeah. What yeah. if it isn't? That actually was the exact same thing when I was just telling my story about carrying Pixel out. I, the part of me wanted to stay inside because the three times before that were actually all false alarms. And I'm like, well, it's so cold. And I'm like, no, no, you need to go. When you hear it, you just need to go. You You guys
4: remember that time I told this uh, just before our Harvest Manitoba radiothon when the fire alarm went off and I was like, oh, I have to get up so early tomorrow. And I just kept sleeping through it. And then finally I'm like, okay, no, something's happening. And I opened up my door and it was just black smoke all throughout my hallway. I'm like, "Ah! oh, no, this is real. We got to get out. Where's my Mm -hmm. switch?
1: (laughs) Did you guys ever have that um, uh, the fire department trailer pull up to your school? Yeah. Where they would, yeah, where they would put like they the fake smoke it. in yeah, and you yeah, have to yeah. crawl, crawl around on your on your Mort. belly and stuff. Yeah. No. You've never done that, Tyler?
4: No. Oh that was fun. I don't
1: think they had one of those in Swan River.
4: Fair. It's
1: pretty neat. Yeah. That's do neat. they still do that? I don't think so, but I still think they encourage a family evacuation plan very similar to an airplane. Mm-hmm. The rows will be lined with all the exits at the front, the middle, and in the rear of the plane. And you should have that same kind of evacuation plan in your house. Because sometimes you're like, all right, let's go out the front door. It's like, well, what if, what if, what if, what if the front door is on fire? Yeah, right, Let's go out the back door. You know, you got to figure those things out. So it's another, another reminder another reminder that you should always have an evacuation plan. Because uh, I just noticed a lot more fires popping up lately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Weird. And also maybe just like keep a blanket nearby so you
1: can grab that on the way out. <laughs> yeah. No kidding.
3: Late night talking.
1: Oh, don't worry. It's going to be a good sports report. I promise. Okay. <laughs> cool. Going to be good. Uh, all right. Thank
4: goodness, darling, because I've just been waiting for that all day.
1: I know. It's one of the highlights <laughs> here on the show. Sports <laughs> report coming up here in about 15 right after Jasmine Lane's newscast. As you'll have wait, wet here momentarily, first, let's do our tear away a Day calendar. This is a annual Christmas gift courtesy of Mama Car. Up in Swan River, Manitoba, and she's also getting her son back this weekend. No yep. big deal. Also, it
2: was actually inaccurate when the McDonald's opened. It opens today. So I'm literally, oh. I'm literally going to be able to go to the McDonald's and Swan today on grand opening day. <laughs> okay.
1: So what is the you head north and it takes you, what, about four hours to get there? I would say more of a five. More five, five.
2: yeah, because you go through Dauphin and then you head up from Dauphin. It's about another hour, 45 from Dauphin.
1: So straight to the drive-thru?
2: Oh, you, I'm straight to my house to pick up my dad to then go straight to the drive-thru at McDonald's and get a coffee. Absolutely.
1: Today's stairway <laughs> calendar is for Friday, February 3rd, 2023. Sarcasm is the body's natural defense against stupidity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sure is. Mm. Sure is. Well, make sure you say a big hello to... Uh, mom and dad while you're up. There, I will, you? will. I will. All right. I will. Let's do wait. What?
0: Wait, what? Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr.
4: A number of scientific tests have been done, my friends. And according to scientists, Leonardo DiCaprio could have survived the Titanic shipwreck. They uh, they're making their 25 years after special that airs on Nat Geo. And James Cameron has been involved in all kinds of tests, debunking and putting Putting to light a lot of conspiracies and things people troll about about the movie. And uh, yeah, James Cameron was there. They had some actors in some freezing cold water and they were testing this one out on a replica of the door. Could they both have survived on the door at the same time? And the answer was probably for hours if Rose had given her life jacket to help him insulate and... If their bodies were perfectly Situated on the door
2: Okay, but you also have to keep in mind They went through trauma of the ship sinking They
4: actually recreated that as well But but
2: in the moment, how are you supposed to think Of all of that? You Every don't. person is gonna be So stressed out after that You're in freezing water, you have people dying around you How are you supposed to make an accurate decision also, On what to do? Also, he did it out of love <laughs> Thank he you, did yes. it out of love. I was
4: just gonna say that One of the things that Cameron said Was that it, it, if they, they could have both survived, yes, but it would be totally against Jack's character to actually put Rose in a situation where she potentially would not be okay. Exactly. So Exactly. Pro- so he wouldn't have even tried, even though they could have, because he would want to make sure that she People was safe. People need to
2: stop. It's a beautiful movie. <laughs> also, it's back in theaters next week, and I'm going on Thursday at Grand Park. So, And it's remastered in 4K. Oh,
4: wow. Uh- so,
2: yeah. I'm just excited for the steamy car scene. That's, that's <laughs> all I'm excited about. See that remastered.
1: The first time when that thing Finally decides to go 90 degrees And then straight down You see the propellers yep. Kind of coming in the camera shot Ooh, I, I still have vivid memories Of seeing that in the theater For the first time And you just get this really overwhelming feeling like Ooh, I yeah. think I was on that boat in another life yeah, yeah. Oh. seriously <laughs> well and in the,
2: in the one that's coming out next week not only is it in 4k and remastered it's also now in 3d really so this is the first time that the titanic is being shown like this wait, wait, wait! super There's, excited so
4: you're seeing it in 3d yeah <gasps>
1: and everything at Grand Park.
4: you have to tell us all about it's it it's gonna be so you know cool. What? Sounds cool
1: do me a favor keep your eye on Billy Zane he doesn't get enough credit for how good he is in that movie Billy he's Zane. the bad guy he's oh, um yeah. Kate Winslet's husband yeah he's great he's fantastic <laughs> (laughs) Really good in that
2: film
0: I mean everybody is This is the News Feed Wheeler in the Morning With Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr
4: Someone is trying to make flying a little bit easier Amid growing complaints And would you buy this If celebrities started selling it at their shows Normally, you buy merch, you can show off. Mm-hmm. Well, Latto had her used undie sale shut down by eBay due to it being unhygienic, but her manager now says, due to the interest, that they're looking at potentially selling undies as a merch while she's on tour.
2: But not used ones, right? That, like Just underwear?
4: They did not confirm or deny the use. Because,
2: uh, Well, Gaga sold underwear, and it made sense. It was Chromatica stuff, and it was for male, female, everybody, and it, it was sold really well. What was like, the cost it, of that it was cheap it was like 35 bucks for a pair and they were good pairs of underwear but like they weren't used
4: see latto was trying to sell hers for a hundred thousand dollars who's latto uh, I mean,
2: the climber, like is that what the firefighters, <laughs> use big, big energy, big,
4: big energy, the big,
2: big energy uh, song. Mm-hmm.
4: China is tackling the food shortage. They have successfully cloned three super cows that are able to produce a large quantity of milk. They say that this is a breakthrough for the dairy industry. Flying is going to be a little bit easier with this airline. So Flair is adding as many as three flights a day to Toronto and increasing the number of flights from Winnipeg to Vancouver and Calgary. Newsfeed is sponsored by IntercityAutobody.com, your quality autobody destination offering autopack direct repair to remedy your situation. Visit IntercityAutobody.com. Coming up at 7 30 in the newsfeed. Why you shouldn't work overtime and how the money is really not worth it.
2: Did you say three flights a day?
4: A day to Toronto. Oh,
2: that's better. That's sweet. That is much better. Right
4: now their only flight to Toronto is at like six AM.
1: Right, right. No, that's that's good
2: that's good that's good
1: so <laughs> sports time <Woo>. yeah <laughs> you know here if, we go if you just started reading like the
2: jim pattison tag right now we wrapped it up <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Woo! all the sports here they come
4: wait for it okay yeah
1: sports time all right okay
4: wait do you actually have like almost nothing No, I got a whole bunch of stuff. Okay. I'm just playing.
1: (laughs) Robert Kraft, owner of the New England Patriots, was on CNN yesterday and asked if his team had any interest in signing Tom Brady to a one-day contract so that he can retire as a New England Patriot. That's where he won six of his seven Super Bowls. Oh, my God.
4: (laughs) Not only do I want it, our fans
0: are clamoring for it. And to us, he always has been
2: and always will be a Patriot. We will do everything in our power to bring him back, have him sign off as a Patriot.
1: The 45-year-old retire after two seasons. That was Robert Kraft, by the way. That wasn't yeah. Tom Brady. No. <laughs> he doesn't sound that old yet. <laughs> like, uh, the 45-year-old Brady retired after two seasons with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, where he won his seventh Super Bowl title. Speaking of football, EA Sports. Familiar with them, Tyler Carr? Yeah. Like EA good games? Sports. in the game. in the game. So they have John Madden, Madden this franchise they've yep. had for a long time and the games just get better and better. There's professional leagues out there where guys will play Madden. Every year they simulate a game to see who's going to win the Super Bowl. Oh that's awesome. 13, the Bowl, though 13 out of 19 times EA has gotten it right. Oh. one year they actually nailed the exact score. that's weird. Hmm. So they decided to run it through the simulation. And And the Kansas City Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions. Okay. All right. That's the prediction. But again, 13 out of 19. It's not 100%. No. Nine days away from finding out at the Rihanna Bowl. Yeah, 13 out of 19
2: good odds. And if one of them was 100% accurate, that's terrifying. It's like spooky. Yeah.
1: Spooky good. It's weird. The NFL Pro Bowl kicked off of the NFL Pro Bowl weekend, basically, kicked off yesterday in Las Vegas with some skills competitions. They have some fun, like they do, like dodgeball and longest drive with golf clubs. And they do some precision catching, lightning rounds, lots of fun games. But the they do this precision passing where quarterbacks will have to throw into like different hoops and moving targets. Right. And it, it's really impressive to see how accurate these guys can be. But... I think you'll appreciate this, Tyler Carr, because I know you're definitely not a Raiders fan, but a guy who shares your name, Derek Carr, is the yeah. quarterback of that team. Mm-hmm. He, he had a shaky season, and a lot of people are like, is Derek Carr really good? The, the answer for Las Vegas? And so the, he, after he won, he won the accuracy competition, they asked him this. Have you ever been that hot in Las Vegas? Not that hot. It's uh, probably why I'm going somewhere else. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> basically calling his own demise the pro bowl goes down this sunday and can be seen on tsn so with Derek carr maybe on his way out is aaron Rodgers on his way in the pebble beach at&t pro am golf tournament round one kicked off yesterday and aaron Rodgers was in the field and playing with canadian ben silverman so this is where the professional golfers there's a lot of celebrities in there like um uh what's his name Uh, carlton from fresh prince of bel-air he's always in it bill murray bunch of celebrities And he was mic'd up on one of the holes, and they uh, they just kind of said, hey, Aaron.
0: Got any news you want to share with us? (laughs) Not going to San Fran.
1: (laughs) Not going to San Fran, so. What does does that mean? Well, he's not going to play for the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, okay. Because a lot of people were like, maybe he'll play in San Fran. Now a lot of people are saying, maybe he'll play in Vegas. Uh, Other stars in attendance was Bill's quarterback, Josh Allen. Listen to this drive.
0: Josh Allen, one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. He smokes that one down the first for Keith Mitchell, who loves it.
1: Yeah, hammered at like 300 yards plus. Guys like Will Arnett, Jason Bateman, Eric Church, Darius Rucker, and of course, Bill Murray, uh, all play in the tournament. The leader at the Pebble Beach AT&T Pro-Am is Hank Lebiota, who shot an opening round 63 yesterday. Top Canadian is Nick Taylor, five shots back at three under par. Abram Anser is the overnight leader at the Saudi International on the Asian Tour and also shot a 63 on the day. Dustin Johnson withdrew with a back injury. And finally, the LeBron watch is on. The Lakers were in Indianapolis yesterday taking on the Pacers. Okay. Russ has got yeah. the
0: rebound up ahead for LeBron James for the lead. for the first time tonight.
1: LeBron had 26 points on the night in a 1.112-111 win over the Pacers. He is now only 63 points away from beating Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for NBA all-time points leader. There you go. See, that's
0: how you do sports. Mm -hmm. When there's no sports, that's how you do sports. Okay, yeah. Music news you can use with Dave Wheeler.
1: For February 3rd.
0: 2023. One, two, three, and to the four. Snoop Doggy Dog and Dr. Dre is at the dope. ready to make an entrance. So back on up, cause you
1: know about to up. Dr. Dre's 1992 album, The Chronic, has returned to streaming services for its 30th anniversary. The album featuring some of Dre's biggest hits including Nothing But A G Thang featuring Snoop Dogg has been re-released on Interscope Records. The label worked on the album when it was originally released in partnership with Death Row Records. Its reissue will be accompanied by a special merchandise collection Dre said in a statement, I am thrilled to bring The Chronic home to its original distribution partner, Interscope Records. Working alongside my longtime colleagues Steve Berman and John Janik to re-release the album and make it available to fans all over the world is a full circle moment for me. Beyonce fans hoping to get their hands on tickets to her Renaissance World Tour have taken to social media to voice their disappointment over what some have described as a fiasco in pre-sales. Beyonce announced her tour for 2023 with the European and UK leg of the stadium tour kicking off in May before heading to North America in July. While some fans were lucky to secure tickets, other have claimed that they were never able to access the pre-sales. One fan took to Twitter to say, quote, "...first the O2 Priority app was down, now I've waited in an O2 Priority queue on Ticketmaster website behind 200,000 people and it still won't let me access Beyonce tickets. Waste of time," unquote. Although the O2 Arena did not confirm an app or website crash, it did acknowledge they need to keep the app stable, saying, quote, "...we're doing everything we can behind the scenes to help keep the app running smoothly," unquote. This news follows Ticketmaster last year saying that its website experienced historically unprecedented demand for tickets to the North American leg of Taylor Swift's 2023 Eras tour. And finally, the 52nd annual Juno Awards. Canada's answer to the Grammys will take place on March 13th in Edmonton, Alberta. Leading the contenders is The Weeknd with six nominations, including the TikTok Juno Fan Choice Prize, the only category voted on by the public. He is also up for single, album, artist, songwriter and pop album. Pop veteran Avril Lavigne and Albertan Tate McRae are right behind him with five apiece. Levine earning nods for TikTok Juno fan choice, single, album, artist, and pop album, while McRae is also up for the TikTok honor, single, album, and pop album, as well as songwriter. In related news, the award show has defended Arcade Fire being among the nominees for this year's Juno Awards, despite the sexual misconduct allegations against frontman Wynn Butler. That's music news you can use for February 3rd, 2023. I'm Dave Wheeler.
0: Wheeler in the
1: morning. You know, it's really interesting. It's really interesting. When I was reporting on that Juno story about the weekend and Avril Lavigne, and Tate McRae all getting awards. Yeah. The fact that the Juno's are taking heat for still giving a nod to arcade fire, who is not a band that we that we play, they're kind of like a alt folk, I yeah, guess but you can call enough
2: them. Enough people know who they are.
1: Yeah, I yeah. would think so too. The fact that they, they they're taking some heat for still nominating them because Wynne Butler, their lead singer, is uh, undergoing sexual assault allegations or sexual misconduct, and they said, "Listen, we're trying to separate the music from the from the artist here, and there's still other members of the band, and they deserve to be recognized." Yeah, and I, I just think it's 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 a really hard thing to to do for people sometimes to separate the music from the artist. I think it's
2: also different like let's say if they were like if it was a, if he was a standalone artist you know like right. if he was a standalone artist and he was being problematic in some way then of course you can evaluate that but there are other members of the band that don't deserve to be like if they're if they're not doing anything wrong they don't deserve to be on the same caliber as him at all if anything they need mm-hmm. to maybe reevaluate if I mean obviously once all the truth comes out whether or not they want to stay a part of that band or not that's that's their decision.
4: Yeah, that's it, a good point.
1: Curious to see if they win, who will be accepting
2: the award? Also speaking, and if
1: even if they show up.
2: Yeah, speaking of awards, did you know the Grammys are this weekend? Sure do. I literally, I'm gonna be honest with you, not a clue. And I'm a, you know me, I'm a huge music fan. The fact that I didn't know the Grammys are this weekend. Eh, yikes! <laughs> we're, gonna
4: have a, we're gonna have a lot of coverage of the grammys as well there's a good friend of the show who is down there right now and uh, she has promised to send us some sneak peeks of the show and after party
2: i think my thing is like i and no shade to the grammys if you watch them go off whatever i, I usually now i just watch the highlights on tiktok and youtube like that's just right. how it is
4: A long show to sit down and watch through and through. So I hear that
2: before you would actually want to like wait. Like we would have Grammy nights. All my friends and I would get together. We would make treats and have drinks, and everybody would
1: sit there. Now, no, no, no plans. (laughs) I don't want to say I'm boycotting the Grammys, but. If I found it interesting during the pandemic where, you know, they're like, well, sports, we're going to keep doing sports. It's not a lot of fans in there. And, you know, like, because, you know, we'll make sure the players are safe. And the Grammy is the same way. It's like, no, 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 we, 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 we can do this. We're just going to not have any fans in there. But if somebody decided to have a gathering somewhere else and tried to be real safe, they got handed tickets. Yeah. You know what I mean, yeah, so I try and forget that whole portion of my life. Yeah, <laughs> I think we all are in yeah. a certain way. But yeah. Uh, traditionally, the Grammys usually show up the week before the Rihanna Bowl. Yeah,
2: true. That's that's accurate. Well, I'm more excited for the Rihanna Bowl, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah.
4: Oh, that's going to be change. a wild well, show. It's, it's
2: just because, you know what? It's been so long since we've seen Rihanna on a stage. It's like I'm I am I have a I am putting her up here. I'm I'm putting her up there. I'm excited.
1: All right. Mm -hmm. We all, we're all watching for different reasons. I watch it for the whole show. You know,
2: (laughs) I I like everything about it. And I like about 15 minutes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We got some winning to do right now. $50 to spend at Hermanos down in the exchange. And we also got this really cool game called Oddballers from Ubisoft Canada. Two copies, as a matter of fact. So you can hook up a friend. You guys can play online. 204-452-1061. And we're going (gasps) to play
2: the secret game. So first person through at 204-452-1061 gets to play. Yeah. What's your name on the phone?
1: Hello.
4: Hi. Hello.
1: Hello. What's, your, what's your name? Devin. 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 Devin? Devin. 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 Devin, who do you want to put into the stinky, sweaty, way-too-big soundproof booth, Tyler Carr or Jasmine Lane? Oh, Jasmine.
4: Why? Okay. I followed you back on Instagram.
0: Oh, you
1: did? Okay. Uh, Jasmine, yeah. No. To too late. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> yeah, all right, Jasmine all right. Lane into the stinky, sweaty, way too big, soundproof booth. Oh, Ray. Ray. There, there we on. go. Yeah. Okay, Devin, um, we've been talking a lot about Tom Brady, who just uh, retired over the weekend. Uh, pretty pretty simple question, I think, because, I mean, the guy's photo is everywhere. If I ask Jasmine Lane, what number, what jersey number does Tom Brady wear, do you think she'll know that it's number 12? Yeah. Yeah.
2: So you don't want this prize? <laughs> yes.
0: I would, I would think so. Okay. No, I mean, I mean, you haven't said it on, um, the uh, uh, yeah, she'll know it.
1: Okay. Well, Devin, if you're he's right, even got his own. He's even got his own clothing company called TB12. So. Yeah, well,
2: if you're right, you win the prize. If not, then I guess we'll hear you another time on the loud
1: line. Okay, hang on. All right, Jasmine Lane, come on back in from the stinky, sweaty, way too big, soundproof booth. Jasmine Lane, Devin trying to win tickets. Uh, Sorry, $50 gift card to Hermanos down in the exchange and a couple copies of Oddballers from Ubisoft Canada. Jasmine Lane, what jersey number does Tom Brady wear? Did he wear? True. Seven? Is that your final answer? I'll give you one more guess
4: crap i just saw a photo of him with a hat on that had his jersey number on it
1: mm-hmm. he has a company he has actually oh. has a company that has that has his initials and then his jersey number if it makes you feel any better i'd have no hot clue
4: why do i think seven is just re- is it 27 <laughs> 47 3 8 i don't know
1: we are yeah. looking for TB12.
4: 12!
2: And you want to know what's horrible? Is Devin had total faith in you on this. Well,
4: that is your problem, buddy. <laughs>
2: uh, that's okay. Don't uh, put that on me. We love you, Devin, yeah. but we're least, hanging up on you. you at least wow. you got to follow back
1: on the Instagram.
2: Yeah. <laughs> 204-452-1061. First person through will win for doing nothing. Hi, who dis? Hi, good morning. It's Amber. Amber, you win for doing nothing! Yay! Yay! Woo-hoo! Look at that! The winning! Yay! Okay, hang on the line. We'll grab some details from you in a bit here.
0: The Loud Line, 204-478-8040. Good morning.
3: Um, I see you guys change your voicemail. We were not in there. What the heck? Oh, but wait,
2: anyway. actually, that's a good reminder. We were supposed to do that on January 1st. Yeah, We've been
1: meaning to do that for a while. just yeah. got lazy and then finally it was like, yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we should do that. Yeah, we should do that. Then I took off after the show one day and they're like, yeah. let's just do
2: it. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> well, it also didn't help that you took off all basically all of December. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah.
3: I was just calling because I love listening to your show. And sometimes, not the to line, not the biggest fan of the music. So I kind of just go through, play my music when you guys are on commercials, and sometimes never get to change back. But anyway, so I love listening to the Loudline, line. Mm. And they, I texted Tyler yesterday That's and right. asked to text me when they were going to do it. But then he said that you guys do it at 9 o'clock. But I start work at 9 o'clock or I think he said 8.50 or something. Mm-hmm. But... I would love to listen to it before it works. so if we can like do it on time-ish, that would be awesome. <laughs> but don't mean to picky or don't mean to be rude. But I love you guys, and I hope you have a great day.
2: Yeah, you too. No, nice. yeah, we do the loud line always at this time, just mm-hmm. shortly after Guaranteed Gaga after seven, yep. and Correct. then we do another version of it just before nine o'clock. It's like at eight. 55 ish.
1: Yeah, yeah. we just got, we, we like to call it the loud line redux just yeah. so, you know, people that missed it can hear it again. Okay, play Marlan's call. I want to hear Marlan's Mar-Lan, call because she calls every she single Friday. She calls every, she no, call no, she, she, no, no. She, she calls call. every single Friday without fail. I know. She never, Do you, so you want me you're to telling me she people, didn't call.
2: I can double check live right now because I can have pff, a look.
4: I will. Wow, okay. Well, I guess the, my day's ruined. I know. By chance, also, do you happen she, to have
1: her she, personal she, cell phone number?
4: Um, I can't believe she would do us
2: dirty like that. I might. Just wait. Let me look. No, I
1: don't.
2: How do you not have her number? You didn't know, she used to co-host a yeah, you out in Yeah, but I didn't ever text her. We just Facebooked all the time. I have her Facebook. Hmm. And I have her on other stuff.
4: Not mad. Just disappointed.
2: Hey, I'm logging in right now. We'll take a look. We'll take a look.
1: I know. I like don't even know what to do right now. <gasps> wait. Listen, because we get to the point where people demanded that Mm -hmm. we do the Tearaway Day calendar every morning at 620. People are like, listen, that reminds me to take my meds every morning. You got to do it there. People also expect a joke from Marlan every single Friday. I got nothing from Marlan.
4: Wow.
2: I'm looking. I have nothing.
1: Well, I know she's listening to the podcast right now with her face in her palm. Yeah. You feel shame. Wow. It's like the
2: best part of Friday. What are we supposed to do now?
4: Well, I guess now Mondays are your new favorite day of the week.
2: Can we ask someone to call in live and give us a joke? Why did you tell
1: us a joke, Tyler? I I got a joke. Okay.
4: Why did Mickey go to space? Why? To find Pluto.
2: (laughs)
1: Ayo.
4: That was funny. I tried. It's Uh, just not the
1: same. uh, Did you hear the one about... uh, Mickey Mouse divorcing Minnie Mouse. What? And uh, the judge says, so let me understand this right, Mr. Mouse. You're divorcing your wife on grounds of of insanity. He said, no. I said, she's effing goofy. Oh,
4: oh, oh, okay.
1: (laughs) That's
2: awkward. How does Mario know what's going to happen in the future? He uses a Luigi board.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I like that. That's a good one.
1: Okay, I'm just looking at the uh, back-end statistics of the uh, podcast, and uh, they they look good. Nothing to worry about. They look good. Thank thank, thank you to everybody that's uh, listening to the podcast right now. But if you're listening to the podcast right now, I want you to scroll down and leave a rating, a review especially, because we haven't had a single one since 2022. Oh. Yeah, not a, sing, not a single rating or review in the year of 23. It's February now. Yeah, I know uh, January was depressive. I get it. Let's get back to it. Uh, yeah. On. Right
2: we'll now. Do, do like a special shout out for the first person that does that.
1: Uh, first five. Sure.
2: 10.
4: Yeah. 20. 20.
1: Yeah, make it all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for instance, uh, we can send a shout out to Bert One, who uh, sent a, a review in. Thank you very much, Bert One. AJL87. Mm -hmm. Sherry Owen. Mm -hmm. Just just to name a few. So thank you very much for that. So if you're on the podcast right now, go and give a rating. Go and give a review. That means a bigger deal than you actually think it does. Yeah. Please. Mm
4: -hmm. It doesn't take long.
1: No. Mere seconds. Mm -hmm. Do, do, Do it while you're in the facilities, if you prefer.
2: Yeah uh today extreme cold
1: warning whoa, whoa, whoa. Continues. i didn't ask i didn't i didn't ask i didn't ask we're not there yet i don't, don't want to okay. keep beating up the podcast people. I, I was gonna say <laughs> I, I,
2: it's an extreme cold warning and a good way to warm up your thumbs is by leaving a rating and review there you go see i was on to something there all right uh but that is gonna kind of change tomorrow so that's great uh right now in winnipeg it's minus 31
1: here's the other thing since you're not going to be able to use tiktok for you know the foreseeable future it's do that instead.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Have you have you read about this? Actually, no, I haven't. I don't know anything about your talk. OK, about. so things are kind of heating up. With the whole China, US thing, mm-hmm. and they've been talking about it for a while, about flat out banning. Like when when Donald Trump was in office, he was talking about flat out banning TikTok. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of went away for a little while because of the pandemic and whatnot. But now that's being tabled again. It's being tabled, and it's being tabled under the guise of maybe they are not just spying on us. Maybe they're making us stupider too. One hundred percent. Hello. Yeah. So, That's... so they're not they're they're not a big fan of that. So they're actually. But are TikTok. we doing the same with every social media app? Well, <clears> them. <throat> I mean, TikTok in China is actually used for education. Kids yeah. that use it, it's like they have to watch a certain amount of educational stuff to get to the entertainment stuff. Right. It's like a reward system. But I was reading an article on The Verge. Um, there is a TikTok's HQ, uh, U.S. HQ is in Los Angeles, and they set up a transparent uh, transparency and accountability center. It's a space, like I'm, I'm reading verbatim here, it's a space that, like the political discussion about TikTok these days, seems more about virtue signaling than anything else. Company officials say the center is designed for regulators, academics, and auditors to learn more about how the app works and its security practices. We were told that a politician who would not be named had toured it the day before TikTok eventually plans to open more centers in Washington, D.C., Dublin, and Singapore. There was one area, they said, that was off limits. And if you wanted to go in there, you had to drop your phone, you had to sign an NDA, and you weren't allowed to report on it whatsoever. But they had a lot of monitors set up just showing how their algorithm works and like, no, everything's fine. Look, it's safe. You can <laughs> look at kitty cats over here. And if anyone tags it with terrorism, then it goes away.
2: Yeah. I mean, so like every social media app. Especially on Instagram now, you they're literally just showing you TikTok videos on Instagram.
1: So yeah, I mean, you see the little tag. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you're not the first person to do that. We you know, we do that the other time. If there's a really good post on yeah. TikTok, we'll throw it over and yeah. do it across multiple platforms, yeah, even a- on Twitter <laughs> as well.
2: People that don't have TikTok and just have Instagram, they always like share videos that TikTok users have seen. 2 months ago and then they're finally trending on Tik on Instagram. So it's interesting to me because it's like, well, if if TikTok is making us dumb, well, I think all social media is making us dumb. Yeah. yeah, I think it's just like social media as a whole, and like, of course, China's using it to spy on us. Duh! Like, <laughs> like, hello. It how long has TikTok been out, and you're finally just picking up on this? But no. also, doesn't don't people in China have Facebook and Instagram? Aren't we, or, or I guess not us, but the Meta using it to spy on them? Like, I don't know. I, is anybody in this for the right reasons? No.
1: Like, <laughs> hello. I, I, I actually don't know the answer to that. Is Facebook even allowed in china i I actually don't know the answer to that but i would i would guess no i'm actually going to do a quick little google search yeah Mm -hmm. i would i I would say they have their own version of it that's controlled by them
2: yeah facebook has more than 2.8 billion monthly users worldwide but no sorry virtually no footprint in china there you go yeah the, Hmm. the the parent company of which is known as meta is banned in the country along
1: with other global social media Here's what I find hilarious, just to juxtapose, uh, juxtapose. Uh, juxtap- I'm not going to try. I'm not going to say it today. Not, <laughs> not, not, not a day to say it. Uh, juxtap- nope. Still, juxtapose. Nope. they can't do it.
4: Juxtapose? <laughs> juxtaposition? Juxtaposition? Uh, That's not a word. I don't
1: know. I'm just making it up. The, I- well, the irony. Okay, so here, we here we've got a very high tech, a very high tech way that China could potentially be spying on North America, right? Meanwhile, I read a headline this morning that both the U.S. and Canada are tracking what they think is a chinese spy balloon what
2: <laughs> <laughs> like at this point what are they looking for but like what anything they, and everything but yeah, but exactly what like what are, they, what are they what are they going to find on tiktok like what are they, th- they looking at our viewing habits they're going to see how many cringy videos i watch like what are you going to do with that
1: well the other thing too is they could be hacking your phone for information they could be uh, hacking your phone for your camera they mean, it's, just, it's just surveillance you are going to see all the pictures of my cat enjoy well, not necessarily you, but, you know, people of interest and possibly throwing you under the bus if need be. It's, it's just it's Whatever. just it's not a good feeling. It's no. not a good feeling to have someone pry it's, into your personal I know, affairs. but I just
2: I would meld all of the social media phones and all the technology into the same realm of everything sucks. So <laughs> but we're still here using it and we're still here loving it. So it is what it is. Spy away, China. If you're looking at me right now, I've got a Yoshi sweater on. Thanks.
1: And you have over a million likes on your TikTok
2: page. Yes, that's right. Thank you, China. Yeah, Thank
0: congratulations. you.
2: Appreciate
0: it. This, this is the News Feed. Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr.
4: It's Friday. You know, maybe you can use this information to leave work a little early today. Also, what would you be willing to pay if it meant you had immediate access to health care? First, who sells your favorite frozen pizza?
2: Hmm... I don't really buy frozen pizza.
1: Yeah, me neither.
4: Well, you might want to start because Delicio, Lean Cuisine, and Stouffers are being discontinued Stouffer's. in Canada. And Stouffers are being discontinued in Canada.
2: Unpopular opinion. Gross.
4: I love Delicio. Gross. Maybe it's because I grew up poor, so like, Delicio was awesome. Bang. No, it's not for me. Would you be willing to pay extra just so that you had access to a nurse?
2: Hmm... And I don't know. I guess no. it depends. Sorry, I'm already paying enough in taxes. Yeah, that's the thing is like we are paying. So yeah.
4: doctors in Ontario are getting creative to deal with the demand that they have. And they have proposed this idea of paying for healthcare professionals to give you quick and personal access. It's going to cost you $300 extra a year, though. So
2: rich people get access to healthcare first. Got yeah, it.
4: It's funny how that works.
1: Well, no, listen, I, th- I, think, I think we can work this out. Like, let's just say... I I pay for that, right? Mm-hmm. Then I want that taken off my taxes at the end of the year. Like, that's, a, that's an official write-off.
4: Yeah.
2: Right.
1: But then what if everybody starts doing that? Then how is that going to speed up well, anything?
4: Right. Then we, we
2: hire move. more nurses. Yeah, well, let's mm-hmm. just hire more nurses mm-hmm.
4: then. Then, you know, we move into the process of maybe having private health care instead of mm. public through taxes.
1: Oh, Jagmeet Singh is just spinning in his seat at the uh, in the house when they talk about two-tiered health systems. Ooh, he doesn't like it.
4: Leave work at a reasonable time today. And uh, if there's any reason why you're like, I can't do that, listen up. Studies have shown that working over 40 hours a week increases your risk of stroke or heart attack, depletes your mental health, and you're more likely to get injured. And it also makes you worse at your job. So they recommend working the uh, classic 8 to 4 or 9 to 5.
1: Who did the study?
4: Oh, just some researchers. A bunch of
2: millennials. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of
4: millennials.
2: <laughs> a bunch of millennials got together and were like, "You know so what? We, we don't want to do the We sat down and hours. talked about
4: it. We sat and talked about it, and we just um
2: we sat and talked healthy. about it over some mimosas at lunch.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I would be curious, maybe at a, at a later time, to discuss the the thoughts behind forced overtime or how overtime is Im- implemented at certain companies because it is very interesting and, it- and it's different from every business so maybe we'll talk about that well, later. listen you want
1: to know what kind of work will take years off your life working shift working night shift yeah. all the emts and hydro workers anyone doing night shift you know you know better than anyone you know every time you get up, you're like i'm gonna die <laughs> <laughs> i'm dave wheeler and this is your weekly web wrap the I try not to trend is trending on TikTok this week. Use this audio and pair it with a cringy moment of you that was caught on camera.
3: Thoughting not to leave you
1: now. The trend has over 75,000 hashtags this week on TikTok. Saturday Night Live dropped a trailer for this weekend's sketch comedy show hosted by Pedro Pascal, where they spoof The Last of Us.
0: Don't hit the cast members with a hammer, you maniac. This place is nuts.
3: I like
1: it. Coldplay will be the musical guest tomorrow night. Saturday Night Live is in its 48th season. Mr. Beast has faced backlash from his latest YouTube video where he cured 1,000 people of blindness. They can't see, but we have all the technology to fix it.
0: Yep. Half of all the blindness in the world is people who
1: need a 10-minute surgery. Crazy. Yeah. People have called on the government to do more to cure blindness, and some have accused the channel of exploiting the blind for clicks. The video has amassed over 75 million views in less than a week. Twitter blew up earlier this week as Tom Brady announced his official retirement from the National Football League. I won't be
0: long-winded. You only
1: get one
2: super emotional retirement essay, and I used mine up last year.
1: Over 400,000 hashtags on the platform contain cheers and jeers for the seven-time Super Bowl champion. And Brian Cranston returns to Hot Ones after a six-year absence. And they said, do you want to go on
0: Hot Ones again? I go, yeah. Wait a minute. What was Hot Ones? Wait, wait,
1: wait. First We Feast, the channel for Hot Ones, has just shy of 12 million followers. That is your weekly web wrap. I'm Dave Wheeler. So I opened my
2: email. There was a message from Scott who listens to the show, and I'm going to read it to you right now. And if you have anything you want to add to what I'm about to add... Going to the mailbag? Yeah, you can uh, text in at 204-452-1061 or call the loud line because Scott wants you to do that at 204-478-8040. Scott writes... I love all the conversations of the past you guys come up with. One I was thinking of today while in the hospital for the third time waiting for my wife to give birth is what was the dipping sauce that has been since discontinued that I used to get with my hot and ready pizza at Little Caesars when I was in high school back in 2009? For the life of me, I can't remember. I even tried to look it up. It was so good. I want to say it was something like Chipotle or jalapeno cheddar. Does anyone out there recall? I asked one of my best friends in a text conversation to which their reply was, I'm crying laughing, Scott. Only you would be thinking of this while waiting for your child's birth. (laughs) (laughs) Hope to hear this with my newborn baby boy tomorrow morning, fingers crossed. And then to continue the conversation, let's get the loud line going with some of your favorite past but discontinued eats from high school from scott (laughs) so and i would i am hoping that he also sent this email while his wife was giving birth
4: i'm hoping he sent this email with the hopes of naming his firstborn that
1: yeah no he's he's, got to call his kid caesar Ah. hot and ready (laughs) right out (laughs) sounds like his wife was yeah Uh, congratulations by the way if uh if your wife is finally delivered but yes It's weird. I never had a Little Caesars in my hometown. I always wanted to try it because uh, the owner of Little Caesars owned my favorite hockey team at the time, the Detroit Red Wings, Mike (laughs) Illich. And when I got around to eating it, I was a little underwhelmed. When it comes to dipping sauces, to me, there's no better than getting a dipping bolognese sauce from mm. boston pizza Ooh. yeah that's the only time i'll dip my my pizza crust is if i've got a really nice bolognese in there and it's especially good for the boston brutes one of my favorite sandwiches there
2: well chris texted in at 204-452-1061 and he thinks that the one you're thinking of scott is spicy cheddar that mm-hmm. was maybe the one you're thinking they have of. a
4: drive-through little caesars at deacon's corner now oh my Oof.
1: oh my dangerous that is Anyway, All there right. you go. I love that. Call the loud line <laughs> yeah. Let's
2: do, oh, wait, what? Apparently, sorry, just one more. Apparently, it was just discontinued last year. So this is Oof. like a new discontinued thing. That's probably why you're upset. So there you go. <laughs>
4: Wait, what?
0: Wheeler in the morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr.
4: That's sponsored by our friends over at Vernas Auto Body. You can find them at the top of the waterfront. They're MPI accredited. They have courtesy cars available if you need. And of course, they offer full mechanical services. You're part of the family at Vernas Auto Body. You know how Netflix is putting an end to password sharing? Mm-hmm. When does that come in effect March. again? March. Well, um... <clears throat> You know what? Already wasn't going over so hot with people that were upset because they shared their passwords or they're using somebody else's account, but it's extra not going. It's really, really not going hot now because somebody found an old tweet from 2017 where Netflix posted, love is sharing a password.
1: Yeah, I remember that one.
4: And now people are like, um, excuse me, and they're accusing them of false advertising no, and being no. hypocrites because no, they no. once encouraged uh-uh. password sharing, and no. now they are taking cha- thing away. They're
2: changing their business model, and honestly, it's... I'm not... I'm not for them ending the password sharing, but I think it's funny because everybody that's upset that they're ending the password sharing are the people that aren't even paying for the service at this point. So if all these people saying, well, I'm going to cancel, I'm going to cancel. Cancel what? You don't even have one. Cancel your free (laughs) subscription that Netflix isn't even making any money
1: over anyway.
4: As and Glenn the, Coco would say, you don't even go here.
1: And think, keep in mind, you said 2017, right? Six years ago? Yeah. What a great way to get people hooked on your product. But go ahead, share your password. We want someone else to get hooked on it. And then mm-hmm. then we're going to shut it down. You're going to be so hooked on Netflix, you'll be like, all right, fine. I'll sign up. Yeah.
2: yeah. When, when does season uh, the next season of You come out? March. Isn't it March? Yeah. So they're going to end the password sharing <laughs> in March. They're going <laughs> to drop the new season of You. And then you're going to have to pay to get Netflix because as March. if you're not going to watch
1: You. I got an email. I got an email the other day from, from Netflix saying, hey, just a reminder, you're on the premium account. You're already paying the extra, so you're good. Yeah, uh, well, lucky you.
2: <laughs> lucky you. I'll start my subscription in March. <laughs>
1: the 12 Rules for Life is a book that I literally could not put down. It was written by Dr. Jordan Peterson, and I started reading it again the second time, and I grabbed the highlighter because I, I, as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, I got to remember that, got to remember that, got to remember that. And I just got to the point where I was like, There's too much stuff in here to remember. So after I'm done reading it, I'm going to go back and I'm going to highlight all these things. And I probably got about 30 or 40 pages in. And then I was uh, talking uh, with Dr. Delicious and he hadn't read it yet. And I'm like, okay, tell you what, you can have the book. I said, but you got to continue to highlight stuff that you see in there so we can go (laughs) back and reference it." the book I brought for him? That's the one. That's the one? You should have read that one while you were being my mule. No. Just give me the Coles notes. Okay, it's essentially a book that... For instance, mm-hmm. you want to start your day off right, you want to make sure that you're starting off on a positive foot, clean your room. Because the second you're going to go out and I know, I know you're you're, you're turning your face want anyone clean my room.
2: I don't want
1: to clean my room in the morning. It sounds terrible. He said before you go out and start pointing fingers at anyone else, clean your house. Yeah, make sure your house is in order. He said he was working with a um he was working with a patient one time because he's a clinical psychologist and he said, a 35-year-old guy still living at home about to have his first child. And he said, when is the last time your room was cleaned?" He's like, well, if it gets cleaned at all, my mom does it. He says, so I don't know. It's probably been months. And he says, I'll tell you what. Your task for this week is to go and vacuum your room. So this guy goes and grabs the vacuum and takes it to – puts it in front of his door at a 45-degree angle. For the next week, he walked over it because he just he just couldn't bring himself cross the threshold of actually having to clean up his space. That's and dang. so when he came back the next week for his session – He said, how'd you do? And he says, nah, it's it's still sitting in the doorway. And he says, okay, do you have a sock drawer? He's like, yeah, I have a sock drawer. He goes, I want you to start with half of it. Like literally just start with half because you need something that's going to trigger you to do the rest. So he worked on him to the point where he's like, after he saw the accomplishment he had made in half of his sock drawer, that's what kind of snowballed into him actually picking things up. And he was actually able to move on with his life. Now that's the kind of stuff. That's the kind of stuff that I really appreciate about Jordan Peterson. Now I know even seeing his name. Triggers a lot of people. Hey, okay, I don't know nothing about him, so why is he triggering to some?
4: He okay. So
2: let me guess—is he some conservative?
4: <laughs> he actually does not. He does not actually describe himself as a conservative. Mm. Uh, but does this have
2: to do with politics?
4: <laughs> to an extent, no. <laughs> okay. No, it depends, y- yes and
1: no. He, he his fame came, and he was a clinical psychologist, and then he was a uh, professor at the University of Toronto. There was a uh pro a rally out front talking about uh, pronouns. Mm -hmm. And he said that he wasn't in favor of forced speech. And he actually went and sat in hearings with the Canadian government saying, there's one thing to say that you can't say something, but in order, like putting words in someone's mouth and actually saying, you have to say this, He goes, that's a form of fascism. And then all of a sudden, like these YouTube videos just went viral and huge. And every time he speaks, there are protesters out front in Ottawa. They actually went to council and said, do not let him speak here. Do not shut shut him down. And mm-hmm. I find it extremely interesting that he—he's like, been called a fascist. He's been called all these different things, and it's interesting that he is a advocate of free speech
4: and, and, he, and equity amongst everyone.
1: Yeah, and mm-hmm. and here and here, people are saying you're a fascist. Don't let him speak. When that's the whole idea of fascism is shutting down free speech.
4: I also want to point on that too. Dave uses the example of pronouns, and I know that that's something that's a very sensitive topic to many, but Jordan Peterson has also said many times in interviews, and he is, he says, I'm, he says, I'm against the, the forcing of language in the same way that he said, I don't even necessarily like a lot of hate speech laws and regulations, because he's like, there's things that you shouldn't say, but then to say you're going to be condemned. For saying it. Um, There's actually a case in BC a father who refused to accept uh, his daughter's transitioning and would not would not address her by the pronouns she wanted. And he is in prison right now. He was, he was, fa- he's facing 10 years jail. He was out on bail. I know last year, but um. so I think it, his, his attitude when it comes to that sort of thing is, is more so like, yes, obviously you should be good to each other. And he has said, depending on how somebody asked me, of course I would respect whatever you want me to say to you, but I mm. don't want it to be law.
1: So here's the situation. I am curious to know. Your thoughts. Because Jordan Peterson is scheduled to be here March 1st, doing the Burton Cummings Theater. Really? Now, when he goes and does these speeches, he's not coming out there going, ah, pronouns, this and that. He's just basically coming out and doing a no different than he would when he was a professor at the University of Toronto. He, he just comes out and he speaks for an hour and a half and he's extremely intelligent to listen to. It. Now, I've said before, I don't agree with everything he says, but I agree with a lot of what he says and I find him fascinating and he's very inspiring the way he's able to handle himself in a debate when people are trying to get him in that gotcha moment. And and I really do appreciate it. But those are just my thoughts. In my opinion, I say, let the man speak. I would rather hear what somebody has to say. Let me decide how I deal with that person. Or if I choose to continue to follow that person, or if I engage with that person, don't make that decision for me, but I'm curious to know, are you in favor of Dr. Jordan Peterson? speaking at the Burton Cummings Theatre here in Winnipeg on March 1st. 204-452-1061. You can text in or you can call live right now. Very curious to hear My your thoughts. was an easy one to get. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Yeah, Hi. I support all free speech, whether it's, uh, you know, off-topic or off preference or however, but you know, the only thing I don't support is hate speech.
3: If mm-hmm. you're hating
0: on somebody, hey, screw off. But if you're just Saying what's on your mind, and you're sharing an idea. Hey, everybody's uh, value to their own opinion, right? Like, let's hear what he has to say.
1: But who? But who, so, who gets to decide what hate speech is?
0: Well, and that's the thing. Like, what is what is Canada? Like, we we had this whole idea that we're growing up in a country that has freedom of speech. That's very clear that that's not the situation. So let's mm-hmm. just say, who else controls everything else? The right. government. They may not be right. saying it right to our face or anything, but putting these legislations ahead of us saying, hey, by law, you have to address somebody like this. Well, that's a government decision, right? we try um, certainly trying. I'm okay with people having their own, their own identity and that type of thing. But when it comes to law and putting somebody in jail for 10 years, that's a little extreme. It is a little bit crappy that he had a hateful view on it, though. So, right, again, where do you yeah. cross the line with hateful speech?
1: Right. I appreciate the phone call 204 452 two zero four four five two one zero six one. You can also text into the show live. Let's uh, grab another call there, Tyler Carr. Uh, none coming in yet. All right. Anything coming in on the old text machine? We
4: uh, we got a text from Jeff. He says, "In favor, yes. Would I go? Probably not." His early stuff about personal accountability and responsibility was great, but it's just gotten too political.
1: Well, and and that's the thing, and I like that the 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 prefix of that by saying. I'm okay with him speaking. I probably won't go, mm-hmm. and, and and that's your right. Vote with your wallet. If you don't want to go, don't go. Yeah, I
2: won't.
4: I don't know this, the thing that I, I think, <laughs> this
2: doesn't appeal to me at all. I'll be the, at home.
4: <laughs> the thing that I think about with a lot of of topics like this as well is, um, I I think it, if you are if your words are genuinely doing harm, sure, that's a problem. But at the end of the day, like like at least let people go and hear it. And if they don't like him, that's gonna shut him out on its own right instead of just canceling it
1: okay. that's, uh, that, that, that's a whole different conversation but we'll save that for yeah. another time what else we got any any other responses there i'm curious yeah, to know to so, 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 yeah go ahead
2: hi hi yeah no i think that i i mean i, I don't think we need to ban him i think where we get challenges that we're forgetting why the push to appreciate and respect pronouns is happening i think we forget the human beings that are behind that and why we've moved that way mm-hmm. and i think that i'm not sure why he's so invested in, in making an argument against that
1: because why well, i i don't think he is anymore i think that's where he kind of became famous but he i don't the only time he 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 touches on stuff like that and when he's asked about it like i i certainly believe that he has completely moved on from having that be his platform he is much more in the realm of really wanting to inspire people and help people figure out how to get the best out of themselves.
2: Yeah, I know. I, I think that piece has put a le-
4: like left a sour taste in everybody's mouth. Yes, yeah.
1: who, I would agree. Who
4: are impacted by by this uh, population of folks that have been kind of marginalized? So I think. I think he kind of shot himself in the foot a little bit there.
2: Yeah. And he's going to have to do just work to prove that maybe that's not the way. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, once you say things, you've got to prove to people that that's maybe not how you are or maybe, I don't know. Like, yeah.
4: Completely agree.
2: Okay. Thank you for the call. Thank you. Got a text from Jen at 204-452-1061. Okay with him speaking. Absolutely won't go. Don't like the guy.
1: Okay. And, and that's great. And that's you know rational. what? He, he, here's the other thing I would encourage too. I know it's going to be a little likely cold on March 1st, but... I, I, I would I would not be surprised, nor would I stop anybody or chastise anybody if they wanted to be out front protesting it. That's fine. Yeah, That's uh, fully within that's my, fully within my, your rights. Michael texted in, just tuned in. Who are we talking about? Jordan Dr. Peterson. Jordan Peterson. Yeah, there you go. Um, Okay. We're good? Yeah. So, so hmm. it sounds like, and I know it was a very, very, very small sample size, but it sounds like people here, even if you don't agree with the person, he's fully within his rights to speak. Yeah, go, go speak. Go Just speak. Don't don't force me to go,
2: <laughs> Tyler. I'm taking you. No, no. I'm taking you. I'm busy. You're going. Oh no, actually, leave your room. My cal- My my room is clean. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Mine's not.
1: Hey, if you listen to the show on a regular basis, uh, this will be a bit of a throwback to maybe about three weeks ago when our very own Jasmine Lane uh, said that she's like, yeah, you know, I'll, uh, give the socks a couple of wear before I uh, before I wash them. Yeah. So I'm just reading an article on CNN that says uh, it's called the universal truth. What you must wash. I'm going to read here verbatim. There is no hard and fast rule for how many times you can wear clothing again. But experts say there are a few types that should be washed after every use. Those being underwear, socks, tights, leggings and active wear. Boom. Or just
2: anything that you wear that could potentially be stinky.
1: Well, this one says it also applies to any other clothes with stains, sweat, odor or visible dirt. <laughs> so so like, here's after the thing, you though, wear it once.
4: when it comes to my socks, if I am ever wearing socks with shoes, that is a bad situation most of the time. And I will always wash my socks after that. But if I'm just walking around the house, the toesies are cold and I take them off at the end of the night, walking around the house the next day, toesies are cold again. I may or may not put on the same pair. I always do a sniff okay. check. Just,
1: just reading what the experts are saying. Yeah,
4: well, you know what? Fake news.
1: 821, so. the time here on a Friday morning. Everyone have a great weekend. We're not leaving. i just Dr. Jordan
2: Peterson if he watches his song.
1: You know what he'd say? He'd say, clean up your room, Tyler he, Carr. No, he would say, <laughs> I have free wash speech. <laughs> <laughs> Uh coming up news feed and sports feed. Tyler Carr, you wanna give us a little weather look? Yes, uh well, it's cold. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: extreme cold warning. Oh Older no, 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 vortex. no, 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 no. Extreme cold warning has officially ended. So hey! it's plus 32. No, actually, it is still going to be a cold day, cloudy, on and off light snow throughout the day. But that is going to warm up significantly tomorrow. You're going to feel a big increase right now in Winnipeg. It does feel like minus 26.
4: There is a celebrity that uh, she's an actress and a lot of us watched her and she was just caught shoplifting. And it's pretty shocking what she was shoplifting. We are going to talk about that in the news feed at 830.
2: So yesterday I was shopping and <laughs> uh, had to go to the Walmart on, in transcona which is a typical place where i've actually decided that there's just drama and not drama with like the employees or the store or anything never actually had a problem with that but more with things that happen in the area. If you remember, I tried to unlock somebody's car. That was not mine. Mm-hmm. That was, there was hilarious. another incident that happened about six months ago that actually
1: ties into this new incident that happened well, how yesterday. How about the time with your friends and uh, oh, you're yes. pointing out the, the, same, the same toy? Or the that SpongeBob. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. one. I
2: forgot about that. There's just always been situations that go there. So when I walk into the Walmart in Transcona, I do like the deep breath before going in because there's usually something that's going to happen. Well, yesterday, I had an interaction with Glenn yet again and if you don't know if you don't know who glenn is it is the walmart cleaning robot and about six months ago glenn and i had this weird interaction where we were like looking at each other it was a little bit standoffish and if you don't know walmart has added eyes on this robot so he does look and he does look around and he is very much an active user of walmart and this one in transcona his name is glenn so yesterday uh
1: g-l-e-n-n yes
2: yeah and it literally says hi my name is glenn but the thing is (laughs) <laughs> they try and make him seem like he's an okay person robot he's not person robot. <laughs> and let me tell you why and you have to the details are very important in this story because it is so weird so if you've never walked into the walmart in transcona as soon as you walk in if you go to the right that's how you head on over to the food section so that's what i was doing i was going to get groceries so I head, head right towards the right, go into the bakery, and I'm in the bakery section where Glenn is. I see Glenn. Glenn and I make total eye contact. It's very weird. And I always like to – I'm a little, you know, a uh, little little mean to Glenn, so I'll purposely, like, walk in front of him so he'll have to stop cleaning because him and I have that vibe. And I'm like, yeah, I'm here. Move. I'm the one in front I'm getting my stuff in the produce section. He's cleaning around the bakery, he's doing his thing. And we're at this point, I'm like, we've had our interaction. We're good. I'm going to keep going around the back of the store. I'm not going to see Glenn again. So I didn't have to get a lot of stuff. I only had to get like four items, something in the produce. I had to grab some bacon. And then I had to go get some milk and some other stuff over there. So I head all the way down, like I'm doing this quick. Like I'm talking like two, three minutes. This is true, true story, true story. I
1: I love that you're playing Among Us while you're shopping at Walmart. Don't (laughs) even get me started.
2: I have... (laughs) So, if you know the Walmart, it literally is a straight down aisle, and then you're in the back with the dairy. So, I grab my produce, I look... Glenn is still right behind me cleaning. So then I walk directly, I grab the bacon and I'm telling you it was a minute. By the time I get to the milk and I turn the corner to go get the milk and Glenn is coming up the other side of the the aisle. How did Glenn get from the one side of the Walmart to the end in the same time that I walked? And why did he skip all of the aisles in between just to meet me in the dairy section? this gets weirder so then i'm like okay well that's very
1: very interesting it's very
2: very interesting so i grab the milk two percent put it in my basket and i'm like you know what i'm not even going to look at glenn i'm going to go the opposite direction and i'm going to go down a different aisle because at this point i don't want to go by him i don't even want i'm so sus of him and how he got down to the dairy i'm not a fan i go down literally the aisle that is right beside the freezers which has like the pop and chips and stuff and as soon as I'm walking about halfway down the aisle, I hear the, Oh no! Like, is he now coming back? He turns into my aisle again, literally again. He did not clean the aisle of the milk. He literally came back into the same aisle as me. So I have two theories here. Number 1 I got one, a couple. Okay, I got a couple, but uh, I want to hear yours. Number 1, Glenn is a robot and he's out to kill me. That is that is probably the most obvious one. <laughs> number 2, these robots are somehow human controlled <laughs> in Walmart and someone is playing a sick joke on me because as soon as he went into the same aisle as me twice, that is not a coincidence, it's weird.
1: I have a theory. I think you were following Glenn. No.
4: (laughs) Yeah, wait a second. No, because
1: it doesn't because I was in Hmm. the aisles first. Both of them. Hmm. Number two. Number two. Mm -hmm. You always talk about how we're all a simulation and you're the only one playing this game. This proves that you might be an NPC because the robot recognized your code. So I'm fake. Yeah, I'm the fake. I'm the fake computer. Why is there a robot following you around? I don't know.
2: Ask ask Glenn the robot.
4: Maybe Glenn knew that you needed a charge.
2: No, Glenn. So I'm at the point now. Actually, maybe Glenn
1: knows you (laughs) like to drop shot glasses and you know make a mess. (laughs) Stop.
2: Listen, I am so scared of Glenn now. I don't know. I want to have nothing to do with him. If Glenn is now cleaning in Walmart, I'm gonna go somewhere else. That's where I'm at with this. That's how weird it was. And if you've ever seen Glenn at Walmart. I want to hear your stories because I bet you there's somebody else out there that's had a bad experience with Glenn. It's not just me.
4: Hmm.
1: I th- I think you're robot shaming. Yeah, well, I'm actually, really I don't like it. You know what? So I totally happy. am. I am shaming Glenn to the ground.
4: Actually, Tyler Carr, when are you going to invite Glenn to meet the family and stuff? No. Like when when did we get no. to meet Glenn?
1: No. I want to meet Glenn. No. Is too him much? A gift? No. You know what? You know what? This, this comes from all those years of playing video games, <laughs> being bad to your controllers. <laughs> so now, okay, yeah. wait.
2: So now the conspiracy is that all of the, all of the technology is working Sky together. Skynet, man. They've, and they've been talking to Glenn and now Glenn is mad at me for the way I've treated my technology. This is Skynet 100%. Right. Cool. Awesome. So the Walmart robots are... Okay, great. No, that's perfect. That's what I want. All
1: right, to hear. everyone, send in pictures of Atlas the Robot from Boston Dynamics to no. Tyler Carr at 204-452-1061. This
4: is the News Feed.
0: Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr.
4: What is going on with Wonder Woman and which star was caught shoplifting? First, Australia is removing the British monarchy from their banknotes. Their new ro- their new banknotes are going to feature indigenous designs and not the photo of King Charles. They are still planning to have the king on their coins, though. So uh, we are getting Wonder Woman after <laughs> all. James Gunn has been responding to people on Instagram, and there was a post where somebody was complaining about him firing Henry Cavill and Gal Gadot. But uh, he's confirmed that yeah, Gal has not been fired at all, and they actually had a meeting a couple of weeks ago. Oh my. Do not mistake fame for money. Chloe Cherry, who starred in Euphoria with her massive lips, has been charged with retail theft. She stole a $28 shirt, uh, and she did pay for other items in the store. But then walked out with the shirt Like was
2: it intentional or did she just didn't scan it
4: So here's the thing
2: Because if you're making me scan at the self-checkout And I accidentally go to not scan something You can't blame me You took your cashiers away and that's what you get <laughs> Sorry, sorry
4: <laughs> Here's the thing. So her team is saying that this is all just a publicity thing from this local store and that she did pay for the shirt. But initially it wasn't scanned properly and there was like a little bit of a kerfuffle. But then they did get it resolved and she did pay for the shirt. The store, on the other hand, says, no, you didn't. You stole it. We have you here on video. Even when you were a kid, they're totally by accident. Have you ever stolen something?
2: Yeah, you, again, like I said, if I if you're putting me in charge of scanning things at a self-checkout and then I accidentally go beep and put it in the shirt or the the, the bag, but then it didn't scan, you can't get mad at me. Yeah. You're not paying me to do the
1: job, so then don't get mad. Have, have you heard about the scam that people are doing where they will take a lower ticketed item yes. and then put it on a more expensive item and then scan it through? Yeah, you know what would fix that? Putting cashier jobs back.
2: And then that way, then that way you can't get mad at people. Sorry, sorry.
4: The other day I was at Dollar Tree and I got two baskets and they were stuck together and the cashier only scanned one. And I didn't realize till I got home. Yeah,
2: well, human error. It happens. happens. (laughs) Mm -hmm. We have cleaning robots that are named Glenn that cut people off and that stalk people in stores. And then we have robots that we have to use to self-check out our own groceries. (laughs) Cool. By the way,
1: by the way, great theory that came in from Ryan on the text machine who said it's the reincarnation. Of Gary, the Tamagotchi you killed.
4: <laughs> oh. Getting that? <laughs>
1: because I forgot
2: to feed him.
4: <laughs> okay. Well, oh, your nose.
1: sweet mother of all things that are good and holy. I would recognize that smell anywhere.
2: <sighs> hmm. <sighs> mm hmm.
1: As soon as you walk down the stairs on Carlton Street into the basement of Shannon's Irish Pub. (laughs) I can just smell those fries cooking in the back. So good. Mm, So here's the deal. Gerard and the staff down at Shannon's Irish Pub, one of my favorite spots in the entire city, been going there for the last 20 years. Mm -hmm. They have created a poutine that will absolutely... Knock your cotton socks off. I was gonna say your goat socks.
2: (laughs) Um, Okay, so I'll just because it's further poutine week. It it looks it's so good. I haven't had it yet. I I literally, Jasmine, you need to pass it to me because you've been hogging it. So they're got their famous fries smothered in their house made curry sauce with meaty lamb chunks and creamy goat cheese.
4: One of the best things about Shannon's too is like you can actually eat really good lamb there. Like they have so many options and it's awesome. Oh my god! Yeah,
2: the fries are
1: killer yeah okay. they do have
4: the best fries
1: i am going to take mine home mm-hmm. and i'm going to light a candle oh. and i'm going to wear very little clothing while i eat this i don't want to think about that ever, <laughs> I <actually>. do.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no honestly gerard is uh you, you think shannon's irish probably just think pub grab but believe me when i tell you gerard knows his way mm-hmm. around the kitchen mm-hmm. and uh, there's times i'll go down there and be like hey man what's up and i was like he's like you hungry i'm like yeah he's like what do you want i'm like make me something man nothing you make is bad and the fact that he put this together, go give it a shot. Shannon's Irish pub, poutine week. Oh, that's good. This fall. Oh, my mm-hmm. oh, really God. Oh, so, oh, so you what? So
4: Close good. your mouth, mm-hmm. dude.
1: No. Uh, listen. Coming up in the nine o'clock hour, a uh, new feature, fairly new feature. We've been doing it for about three weeks now. It's called the Weekly Web Wrap, and it gives you kind of a weekly recap of what's going on on the internet. Because my goal in life is to finish the internet. I treat it like a video game, and uh, I'm going to finish it one day. If it takes me the entire li- my entire life, I will finish the internet. So it's a, about a two minute recap on all the things you need to know. What's going on on the internet? Of course, some Mr. Beast news going on. Hmm. Um, a couple of, you know retirement announcements.
4: Ew, like Tyler.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I swear if, you, if is you even so
4: gross.
1: If you even think about sticking your fingers in mine. We're going to fight.
4: Uh You know what? I did not sign up for ASMR. (laughs) (laughs) Wheeler in the Morning with Jasmine Lane and Tyler Carr is an Evanoff Communications production. Any reproduction of this show without written consent is strictly prohibited. Wheeler in the Morning is produced by Tyler Carr and executive produced by Adam West. Wheeler in the Morning is broadcasting on Treaty One Land, traditional territory of the Anishinaabe, Cree, Oji Cree, Dakota, and Denny Peoples, and on the homeland of the Métis Nation.